When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Greetings, Webcology listeners. The ecosystem of the web marketing world is always changing. Technology, and more importantly, radio is evolving. Introducing the next evolution of radio technology for web marketers, the webmasterradio.fm mobile app for iPhone and Android. Listen live, download new shows daily, and stay connected through our social media network. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app in the iTunes Store or in Google Play now. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is 2 p.m. on the 10th of January, 2013. Second show of the brand new year. And, uh, well, this week, uh, you know what, this week, Thursday, and I, I, I think I can say this for my co-host Dave Davies from Beatstock SEO. This week, Thursday, just sort of snuck up on me. As a matter of fact, I woke up this morning thinking it was Wednesday. So, I got, I got to tell you the truth, Dave. My research for the show is kind of like, you know, subpar, like minimal, like none. Um, <laughs> because honestly, I, I, I woke up thinking it was, th- it was Wednesday. <laughs> well, you know, but as you know from our brief chat uh, before we went on, when uh, George calls us up to make sure we're actually, you know, here and, and alive, um, I had found out a uh, site crash just uh, just a little bit before, <laughs> before we went on here, some sort of DNS problem, not something we created, but of course, you know, I'd arrange for staff to, uh, you know, fix it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're both kind of in the, in the same side. So what I'm, I'm, I'm 
going back to and and you know it, it may actually in the end work out uh, or be even more educational or, or certainly entertaining for a lot of our listeners uh, is is I'm thinking back about a decade here to you and I standing on a deck you know back when we were both smokers and uh, you know uh, chatting and uh, you know over a, over a break when we were working at uh, at Stuffworth at the time and um, you know chatting about what are the strategies and we're heading in you know here we are. 2013, um, you know, sort of chatting over some of the stuff, and you know, of course, there's a lot of lot of interesting things. It's been a fairly quiet week, but a lot of interesting things that we know are going to be coming up. I know uh, one's uh, you know top of your mind, so um, yeah, I, th- I think this will be more an exploratory show that you know, like the first uh, major Google update, sort of sets the tone for uh, for topics that I think we're going to be chatting a lot about uh, through 2013. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, in in the pre-show conversation we had, you mentioned that you had thought there was going to be a Google update happening this week. As a matter of fact, you um, I, I don't mean to call you on this, but you predicted it a couple of weeks ago. I and, did. You know, in, in, in our pre-show, you were suggesting that uh, you know you, you thought you missed the mark on that one, but in in fact, I don't think you did. I think there's a massive Google update happening right now, but it's not like anything we've ever seen before. Usually, when Google does updates, I hear you take breath and I just jump in there. I apologize, but um, usually, when Google does an update, it's changing some of the signal points it looks at. You know, um, will uh, will will judge content heavier uh, than we did before? Will uh, devalue these kinds of links? Um, you know, they're, 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 they're Google Google takes a little slice of itself. And sort of rejigs the way it, it it looks at that little segment. What I'm seeing now, though, is Google altering our relationship with Google itself, and that constitutes to me the biggest update of all time. Wow. Okay. You know what? Just out of out of instinctive habit, I have to do. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Even though I'm going to be contradicting everything that I have, uh, you know, that, that we've been talking about recently when we were when we were looking ahead, but um, you know, I, I think you're right. You know, we chatted about it a couple weeks ago. We were talking. Well, it was actually last week to be exact. Um, we were chatting a bit about Google Plus and 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 how it's going to be used. You know, Christine, who was on our show, um, was chatting a bit about it as an identity service. Some of the issues, ironically, there were some breaches um, of the Google Plus system. Um, um, through uh, the later say. part of last week, I know it's shocking. Nothing, um, you know, exposed any any personal information. You can all look up the details um, on the internet, but nothing that was a huge concern for me. As a, you now have my data, but you know, my whopping average six minutes a month of data that you might be able to grab. Uh, there, there's more to it than that. It's, of course, connected to your, you know, Gmail and stuff. Personal information wasn't released, but. There, there were some website hacks and stuff like that that were, were possible to do. So, um, anyways, um, you know, I, I don't see it coming up in the immediate future. I, I think you're, you may be right in the they're, they're gearing, they're collecting, they're figuring out what the heck they're going to do with this thing. Um, you know, in, in, in the large scope, and it, it ties into an interesting article um, over on Search Engine Watch this week. I think I'd, I'd sent you the link just, uh, just a couple minutes ago, um, talking about keywords being dead and, and looking at user intent. And I think that's what you're talking about there is this desire to push more to user intent over keyword specific um, results. 
Uh, yes and no, no, dude. I can't. I can't wrap my tummy around that one, dude. Um, as long as people are still typing in phrases to look for information, keywords cannot be dead. You know, like you know how, what, Matt, how does Google match um, a, a page about blue widgets to my search for blue widgets? You know, I, I think we're seeing eye to eye here. I mean, when I sur- first read the the title of it, um, keywords are dead, long lived user intent. I of course. Had to roll my arm. Like, why don't you just say SEO is dead, right? Like, it's the same thing that, you know, this doesn't make any sense. I'm going to continue to use words to define what I want because I've got this nasty habit developed since I was born uh, of associating my thought processes with words. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's the way the, the, the language it's kind works. That's how humans work, yeah. Um, but I think when you get into what is the core of what Google wants, and this is what I think, you know, I as a marketer and you and, and probably a lot of our listeners listeners as marketers really need to think about and Facebook jumped on this bandwagon in a simplistic form um, right out of the gate and makes me you know, love Facebook advertising. I don't do it as much but love it in, in a unique kind of way um, which is Google doesn't, and you know this and I know this, doesn't really care so much about the organic results. They need them to be good because that's, you know they need to keep that reliability, they need to keep people going back there. But they don't make money, right? You know this, I know this. They're, they're awesome. an advertising company. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, it's a loss. <laughs> Just get them in the store, and then we'll sell them something when they get there. Um, you know, we'll, you know, offer them a great, you know, the phone may be a loss, but hey, you wanna, you want something to. to put it in, right? That sort of thing. Um, but with this user intent side of things, I think you and I can both see, and this ties directly to Google+, Plus, which you were talking about, is as a marketer, now I'm able to start either crafting my pitch a little better or targeting my market specifically. And Google will even have the flexibility, and this is what I love on Facebook, but Facebook is a different, you know, I, I'm usually going there when I'm in a much more, hey, I've got time to kill kind of way, so you can advertise a little differently to me there. But this idea that now you could actually advertise stuff at me that I may not be searching directly for at the time because you know from all this other stuff that I like, you know, I like arrested development, right? So you can you can catch me in a different kind of query string and if the query string that I'm entering matches something that shows, hey, Dave's just killing time. <laughs> Like, you know, this is a lot. I'm, I'm looking up some, some, you know, abstract kind of thing that, you know, hey, is NASA really building a warp drive that doesn't match anything that I'd be doing at work? It matches something that I'd be doing when I'm just buggering about sort of, you know, eating my, uh, my, my sub, something like that. Um, so then they could start to pitch ads at me that may not relate directly to, you know, what's NASA doing with warp drives, but rather, you know, related to Arrested Development or Game of Thrones or whatever and start pitching that stuff at me. And so I think the user intent side and, and your point is 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 valid, but I think they're a long way from understanding how users are actually searching, how things are actually connecting in this kind of way. And fair enough, it's a fairly young you know, look at how long it took them to, to get a handle on links. Well, we're, we're over a decade in, and they're still trying to figure it out, <laughs> like all the ways that we can manipulate things on them. Uh, so, you know, I think they're going to hit the same thing. But, of course, uh, a lot of the elements, and, and you can, you know, uh, correct me if you think I'm wrong here, and <laughs> I know you wouldn't hesitate to do so. I think a lot of the elements and lessons they learned on what SEOs and specifically the black hat SEOs um, would be doing to, to manipulate links 
I think they can take a lot of those lessons and move them over onto not just the user intent side of things where it doesn't apply as much, but actually starting to use um, links in the Google Plus system or Plus Ones and, and actually start to figure out, you know, use the lessons they learn from links and go, which ones of these are valid and which ones aren't and which ones are real users and which ones aren't uh, and, and, and go from there. So I found myself yesterday um, working on a report to one of our, one of our clients. And um, one of the things with Digital Always Media is we make reports. Like, we make reports. This is a 22-page quarterly report, okay? Like, okay. we do reports. Um, and in the recommendation section, I talked a lot about Google+, because I want all my clients getting their Google Plus profiles in order, and I want them doing it now. It may not have an immediate effect on search rankings, that may not have a immediate effect on findability. I believe it will, by the way, but it, it may or may not. What it will do is establish your profile early and start associating important documents, um, be they from your website or from another blog that you, that you worked on, from your own blog, um, or wherever. Start associating them with both your name and your corporate name. And I think this is important. I think it's important to get in early. And so I found myself writing in this report the simplest way to describe um, what Google's doing with Google+. And uh, to read somewhat verbatim, um, the simplest way to describe these changes is to say that Google has examined information signals and user behavior at each of the other major social networks. Google then developed a system called Google Plus that incorporates Google's version of the most useful, popular user applications and signal points from the other social networks and incorporates those points with Google Search. Then Google moved to make Google Plus participation mandatory for strong search results. And, I mean, like, seriously, Dave, they're, they're, they're pushing. Do you get that sense that Google is seriously pushing us to get in there? Yeah, I mean, I, I liken. Yes, I, I completely agree. Um, and of course, you're you're automatically logged in when you're using their other services too, right? So you know, if you're a Gmail user or whatnot, you're autom- you may not have that that profile that you and I are talking about when we think Google Plus, right? I think of you know my Google Plus page and the posts I put out and the interactions and putting people in circles and and this and that. But of course, they're collecting this data if you've just logged into Gmail and forgot to log out. If you're using right. Chrome, they're collecting it. If you're you know using your Android, they're collecting it. Uh, all this sort of thing. So uh, I think at, at its shortest answer, yeah, you're 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 sort of spot on in 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 that push. What I question is whether the implementation side is in play at this point. Now I don't think it is heavily, um, but no. I think you're spot on. And I just just was uh, about an hour before we went on to air, um, chatting with one of my clients in the UK. Not heavily, not a long call, just a need you to verify your mobile number, need boom, 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 we're getting this thing set up, need to get rolling on it. Uh, it is a, you know, it's, it's a newer site to our, uh, to our milieu sort of thing, so we're, we're you know, getting all this, uh, this done now. But I think you're spot on, and, and you know, action item for people who don't have one yet is get it done. And, and I think your, your reasoning on this would be the same as mine, is history is great. Like, we know that from domains, we know that from links. Yeah. <laughs> Start making it now. Start making it now, and then you know, if even if it's two years down the road before they really, really start to understand how to how to implement this, 
you've got one that's a copy. And I'm not talking, you know, go in there, you know, five times a day and make sure you're updating this or that. Just use it, right? A couple times a week, maybe log into your profile, add a few people, you know, make a couple comments, put your blog posts out onto it. You know, just general use. Um, and uh, I think you, tongue-in-cheek, and you were right, made the, uh, made the great comment, you know, don't try using it for half an hour, hour, two hours a day, because that's not natural. That's not what people are doing, so you can't do it either. Well, another thing I want to point out, I mean, you, you remember Google Places? Oh, yeah. It's not there anymore. No. You know where it is? <laughs> hmm? You know where they've moved Google Places? Into Google Plus. Yeah. Um, you want a strong local listing? Work on your Google Plus profile. Because that's where it's coming from now. What a shocking notion. Um, well, and, and you're, I'm, on, and we're talking about implementation here. And um, I, think, I think Google has actually implemented this and it's having an effect now. But I think the way they introduced it sucked big pasty rocks. They, <laughs> they damaged themselves by trying to introduce this as a social network and not telling us their true intentions two years ago when they introduced it to us. (laughs) We want to spy on you and sell you better ads. Uh, (laughs) How about we want to... I mean, Google's all about personalization, right? Google's all about making things... taking all of the world's information and making it available to everybody, but it wants to do it so that you're only seeing stuff that's really relevant to you. Mm-hmm. Again, um, there's really um, just pretending that everybody on Earth was online. There's really 7 billion versions of Google. Uh, you know, again, yeah. pretending everybody on Earth was online. Um, right. I'm not positive how many people are actually online, like 2 billion or so, but, but I don't know. Um, I do know there's 7 billion people on Earth, and I know that Google wants to serve each and every one of them. Information apps. that's relevant to their <laughs> apps. Yeah. <laughs> well, they serve fries. Um, no, I, all those results I mean, as relevant as possible to the individual. And the only way they can do that is by capturing information given by the individual, and that's, you know, that's why they did a social network. Well, I know we need to go to a, to a commercial pretty quick, but I, I'm going to give you a question and then maybe uh, just food for thought kind of thing. When I was looking at, at I'll go back to this example because it's the one I was thinking of. So um, when I was looking up stuff, for those who don't know, NASA's pushing into into warp technology and stuff. It's a, it's a really interesting kind of Which we will of, talk about. Which we will talk about. But one of the things I found when I went to the, the, the main page that I was looking at, on uh, on the warp drive, you know, I'd, I'd gone there, and of course, they have a big picture of of the Enterprise, right? Because this is the thing that we all tie to. But what I got thinking, and it tied to Google Plus, and neat timing, because this was actually yesterday, maybe the day before, that I was I was looking at this, and it got me thinking about Google Plus. Is Google knows I like Star Trek, so what do you think about them, or, or the likelihood of them down the road, once they really start kicking things off, start integrating into their website optimizer technologies, and you know, doing A/B tests going, hey, you know what, you can create a few images, and here's your default, but if you want to know, you know, have just, you know, whatever, the, the Large Hadron Collider or something, if I happen to, you know, for that image, if I happen to be really interested in, in stuff related to, to that side of technology, NASA logo by default, but they know, you know, they know, has he looked up Star Trek? Great, we know he knows the Enterprise, let's slap that image on there, and so he's starting to use their own data to allow me to optimize my images and my content. 
for a user based on what Google already knows and they them just starting to defeat stuff. I don't see that too far down the road. Sure. Sure. Why not? You, if this is something you're truly interested in and Google has it has it in them to serve up something that keeps that fits that interest and is a useful tool to you, why not? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's exactly what I'm thinking. And Facebook's kind of doing it in a, in a you know sideways in their ads based on what what my likes are and stuff like that. But you know, with the with the information Google has, they can draw from a much larger pool of information um, and and go to more. What are my general interests? Where am I physically located? What am I you know? And not just in a Facebooky kind of. I've said I live here, but in a um, you know, I happen to be, you know, two blocks away from this restaurant, right? Like <laughs> these sorts of things. They have much more information when I'm using my Android. So, um, oh, when you're using your Android, brother, when you're using your Android, they know where you are within ten feet. You know, the only perk I have to my Android is that the GPS seems to suck so bad on it that when I'm logging in at like Foursquare or whatever, it has me located about. Well, I'll, you know what? I, I don't want to convert this quickly in my head. About 0.6 kilometers away from where I from where I actually am. So I don't worry about them too much, knowing specifically where I am. But that's only because the phone itself doesn't have a GPS <laughs> that allows them to. Ah, uh, they should never have contracted that that part of the operation to Apple. Jeez. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. For this one, I have no idea if Google had contracted that to Apple. I somehow doubt they did, but I decided to say it anyway because this is radio and we can. Anyway, <laughs> on that, friends, it's 20 minutes past the hour. It's an opportune time to take a break here on Webcology and Webmaster Radio.fm. So, on behalf of Dave Davis from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You're listening to Webcology on Webmaster Radio.fm, and we're coming back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Looking to label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrands with a Z, 625-5717. That's eBrands with a Z for eBrands. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sword with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time at Majestic Wield, its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com. It's good to be king. Hey, this is Sell with Social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? <laughs> You're not alone. These days, LinkedIn and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. <laughs> In a career, the agency. 
Agency brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, killer content addition to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Webmedia.headphones and AM the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Off. Now back to Web College, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. about what to do with the bed music when we come back in. I usually wait until like there's a trombone that hits a high note, and then I come in on that high note, and it always confuses the hell out of me. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back to Webcology here on Webmaster Radio.fm. It is the 10th of January, 2013. This is uh, Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, joined by Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, and we're talking about Google+. And just before we went to break, Dave left me with something to think about. But I completely forget what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, dude, this growing old thing is bizarre. Uh, it, could it be? Now we we sort of went off on a note. We were talking about uh, warp drives or a little bit, and using Google Plus to sort of change, um, you know, what images might appear based on what their intent is. We're doing A/B testing, basically based on. Um, you know, pulling data out of Google, like Google allowing us to go, hey, when their intent is this, I want to test this image over this image. And I got to tell you, there's, there's, there's something that bothers me about that. When you do a search for warp drive, yeah, maybe one or two of the various enterprises should come up, given that the word warp drive is so associated with the enterprise. But knowing you, Dave, you've already seen the enterprise. And you may or may not be so interested in yet another image of the USS Enterprise versions 1 to 5. I think you're more interested in what they're doing at the Jet, at the jet Propulsion Lab, or what they're doing in Houston, or what they're doing in uh, at Cape Canaveral, than you are yes. in what's being done on a Hollywood soundstage. <laughs> Very yeah. much so. I know th- there are those out there who will argue that there's no difference between the between all of those, but um, I'm pretty sure here at Webcology, we, we, we do believe that Americans went to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I know I do. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I think they, they <laughs> I, I can't, you know, I, I chalk this down with, with evolution, right? It just, it happened. There we are. <laughs> you know, we can debate how that all, but it did. So let's move on. Um, so I, I'm not debating that, that they've been to the moon. I'm not debating that we, you know, we got things putzing around on Mars. No, we um, putzing around on Mars. But again, if, 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 if you're to do a search on warp drive, which is, you know, theoretically interesting, you know, fold in space in half, and then just jumping around the folds. That's kind of cool. Are you well, really interested in origami? Are you really interested in the Enterprise? Or are you interested in the theory of folding space in half and, and jumping between spaces? See, and it's it's this just, you know, I, I know it doesn't have a lot to do with Webcology, but, you know, it's, I, I, I like it a lot anyway. <laughs> It's uh, so, a good example because this is the kind of results Google might return to you based on what they perceive to be your personal interests. It's true, and you know this is a case where Google has a lot to figure out. For example, if they looked, at, if they based everything that they provide as a result on my past history, 
Well, I've just started looking up things related to the, the, the you know NASA's big jumps um, in the theoretical possibilities and theoretical mechanics of warp drives. Um, I've just started running those sort of queries because it's just come to my attention. However, if you look at sort of stuff that might be related to Star Trek, looking at my historical, you know, I mean, I've had Google, my, my, you know, current Google profile for years and years and years. So if they were basing their results now on my past history, they would provide me the wrong thing because I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in what's happening right now. So I think this is one of the big challenges and and one of the reasons that they're not going to be able to deploy this thing as quickly and they have a lot of, you know, big moves ahead before I think they'll be able to fully grasp something like what would my intent be if uh-huh. I was looking up warp drives. Okay, but if you were looking up warp drives and you happen to feel like sharing your interest, your amazement, your enthusiasm with all your friends, or maybe with just a select group of friends who are also into theoretical physics, mm-hmm. you know, um, <laughs> this must be that this must be the two Ks. I just said that sentence, and a bunch of your other friends who are also into theoretical physics. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, anyway, back back to Earth again. Um, maybe you just want to share it with a small circle of friends. Mm-hmm. And Google's provided you a platform in which you can do that. And in exchange for using this platform, you're giving them tons of information to partially serve you ads better, mm-hmm. but also so that they can, you know, figure out exactly who this version of Dave Davies is. Interestingly, there's several Dave Davies out there, one of whom played for the Kings, another of whom is actually an SEO in England. That must be be a great confusion for you. Um, There is is actually an SEO who's a uh, or I'm sorry, an SEO named Dave Davies in England. Is is, Is that correct? It is. There's a a letter difference between our names because he's Dave Davis, I-S. Whereas I'm East, I yeah, but yes, that's 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 actually how we first met. Was I, so, or I got a wrong email. I have <laughs> so <laughs> got to moderate the two of you on the same panel sometime. That would be huge fun. <laughs> that would be a okay. Now I've got to try and work out getting that arranged. <laughs> but again, again, Google's given you this application in which you can share your interest in theoretical physics with the rest of us who are also interested in theoretical physics. And if you do do that. They'll know that you're more interested in theoretical physics than you are in Hollywood soundstage productions. And thus, you would start receiving the correct information based on your stated intent. Now, one more really quick. Remember the universal cookie? Uh Google's universal cookie, the one that doesn't, like, expire until 2026? That's right. Yeah, now here's another question. Do you remember when 2026 seemed a long way away? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Google used to, Google continues actually to, to, every time you do a search, you get tagged with what we call the universal cookie. And this is a cookie that tracks everything you do, signed in or signed out, when, you know, you've used, a, used uh, Google.com. That cookie uh, has an absurd expiration date somewhere into. 2026 or something. Um, mm-hmm. That's how they used to track and try to figure out your intent. 
they would track every page you went to and every page that every other internet user who used, uses Google would go to, either while conducting a Google search or what they did after, which means you don't even got to be on Google to have been tracked with the, with the universal cookie. Mm-hmm. And again, that's how they attempted to figure out user intent. The problem is, A, a lot of folks wised up to that and to the, the other shenanigans that are played with cookies, and they, they clear their cookie cache daily, um, which you know means they have to serve you a brand new one. And it's just a, a really clunky way to track information on individuals. It's truly clunky. Oh, it definitely is. And as, as you know, we've discussed previously, it doesn't allow for that cross-device um, tracking that we think. Yeah. Need. Huge point. Huge, huge, huge point. As the web moves in, moves away from uh, stable devices like a laptop or a desktop into mobile devices, some that are turned on and off that, that move around from place to place, uh, a whole new means of tracking is necessary. Again, Most certainly, I, I you know I, I I think this part of the segment this this segment of the show is the why Google Plus why are they doing this what is their in, what is their intent and as yeah. marketers we got to know this we got to anticipate this six months before before it uh, comes into the public realm because that's what they're paying us for. <laughs> you know, and I've had to explain that to a few clients who are asking on Google Plus on other issues as well, and something important for SEOs and for people who you know in our audience who may be hiring SEOs who are making recommendations and go. Our job isn't just to plan for what is. Our job is to have a decent understanding. You know, you'll never know a hundred percent. I don't know specifically what update might be coming, but it's to have a solid understanding of what technologies are deploying and what they're probably going to do. Um, and, you know, as you and I are setting up Google, you know, getting our clients set up with Google Plus and getting them active in it and stuff like that, you know, active to a, a normal, you know, few hours a week or a few uh, few minutes a week kind of level. Um, but, you know, understanding that this is coming. And so it may be two years before you're really reaping the benefits. I mean, there's there's good arguments that there are some applications of it right now, but till I think the full impact of what it can do will be realized, I think we're looking at, at quite a ways down the road. We'll probably see some in 2013, but I think we're looking more 2014, 2015 before we see the full impact of what it's possible to do. Okay. My job isn't to wait till then <laughs> nope and I, 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 I can I can fill in the blank here with one quick question in 2000 in the year 2000 mm-hmm. would you have turned to me and said I will wait to get into Google till we see what it does <laughs> um, yeah, are you? <laughs> yeah, remember, okay. Remember when, remember when Google was being passed around by word of mouth? Nobody knew about it, but you heard about this stupid thing called Google that was actually better than Yahoo. And we mocked the name of it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, we blackout all over that name. Um, <laughs> I know I did. But, and, and somehow uh, at the time, Yahoo was a great name, right? <laughs> we don't make this universe, Dave. We just live in it. That's right. <laughs> but again, like when Google was a, was this brand new thing, I remember how suddenly important it was to start loading clients into there. You yeah. know, uh, we have this whole whole new area to report on. Let's 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 load them up. Now SEO has changed a great deal in the last like 14 years certainly but there's no way 
that 14 years ago, you'd have looked at me and said, ah, let's wait to see what this puppy does. <laughs> no, well, I mean, we saw that it was going to be a good thing, right? And, and you did, I did. I mean, it was one of the first, you know, new, it, probably the engine in its infancy added into ranking reports, right? Because everybody kind of saw. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have necessarily predicted, well, I wouldn't have. It's massive dominance, like just massive. The, basically, we're going to go from ranking reports, monitoring, you know, 10, 12 engines down to like kind of two. Right, but with one of them definitely positioned at the top of that report. <laughs> um, you know, sort of the, and, and you know, heck, we can we can start debating whether ranking reports are a valid metric or not. But I, I still say yes, and we've had that debate a couple weeks ago, actually, with Terry uh, and David. Um, but uh, yeah, no, you're you're right, and we we would have seen it, and that's our job with you know, say Google Plus. We know they're trying to cram it down our throats, so we know there's no uh, no out. On it. Well, the, the, that and um, remember, remember what happened with Orkut? The Google made a social network years ago um, before Facebook existed. Just after MySpace came out, Google made mm-hmm. it. They called it Orkut. Mm-hmm. It still exists, in fact, although really it only gets used in uh, in Brazil and other parts of South America. Um, and I understand it's also popular in Romania for some reason. Um, perhaps that's because we're all that's where all the hardcore hackers hang out and uh, nobody else hangs out on Orkut, so it's a safe place. Um, but what Google did is they just sort of allowed that concept to die. You know, it's, it's still out there, but nobody, you know, nobody gives it a lot of energy in, in, at Google. Similarly, do you remember Google Base? <laughs> oh, sorry. Yes. Yes, I do. I, but yeah, and you remember how fascinated we were for about three months with whatever the hell Google Base was until it turned out that, you know, Google Base really didn't... Um, well, Google Base didn't do what Google thought it was going to do, so they turned it into something else, you know? But they yeah. sort of let that initiative just sort of peter away. And I can think of a couple other Google initiatives that came out, and they just sort of allowed to die away when there wasn't a lot of user interest, but they have not done that with Google+. Plus. When no. Years ago, nobody cared. Like seriously, you, 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 nothing was happening there, and they pressed forward. They mean it this time. They've been, they've gone way too far down down this path to let it go. Then again, you said the same thing about Microsoft and operating systems. <laughs> well, the thing is, I I think you're spot on on this one. Like through through points of failure. Um, and and well, I'm not referring to failure in the technology. The technology is sound. I mean, I remember it was like almost two years ago. Now I wrote an article basically going, here's why Google Plus isn't going to work to kill Facebook. Um, and it's, it's the technology. And I argued then the technology is sound. The You know, there's some great functionality in it. But, you know, my grandmother's not going over there. So I got to be on Facebook still. And I don't want to do two things. Um, you know, as an everyday user, as my dad, as you know, not as SEOs, but um, but now you you you're right. You're seeing them. You know, it didn't take off the way they wanted it to. It's it's hit stumbling block after stumbling block in user adoption. Even active users aren't there very much. You know, it just doesn't have that traction that they wanted, and still they plow forward. 
over and over, talking about it, talking about it's an identity service, and then just basically making it so that, okay, fine, we, we don't necessarily need this. It, it's, it's identity. It's not meant to be a social network. So we're not really using it for you to interact with people anymore. We'll worry about that later. Right now, we're just going to track everything you do. So, so, so okay, so let me ask you this. Do you think Google originally introduced, introduces uh, Google Plus to be a social network? Maybe it really does have the illusion that it can um, overpower and dominate Facebook. I don't know. So, do you think Google actually intended... I'm coming from a different point of view. I'm coming from the point of view that Google intended to create an identity engine all along, but they sort of fibbed to us at the beginning. They sold it as something different than it really was, knowing that if they sold it as an identity engine, nobody would buy it. What do you think? Was it meant to you be know, a social network? I, I, I think you may have been right. I do think they probably anticipated a higher adoption rate um, than they have because understanding who I'm connected with is is a huge advantage, of course, right? I mean, for them yeah. to understand our, your and I's connection is huge to them, um, you know, and who I share with. So I think they would like a larger adoption. I think they were a little surprised that they didn't get the traction they wanted, but they're plowing forward on it on the identity side. And here's the interesting thing to me is I think they may, down the road, actually start winning on the social media game because it, what, what I see happening because they're an identity service is what they'll be able to provide to me inside that social network will far surpass what Facebook can because they know everything about me. So let's say two years down the road and they've really got this identity thing down. They really have collected a lot of data about me and where I'm moving around and stuff. Do I think they can provide me a really solid experience inside the Google Plus social um, network? Oh, heck yeah. Um, because they'll have more information on me than Facebook does. They'll be providing better ads to me than Facebook does. Facebook does a good job, but I, I think they'll, they'll even want out Facebook on that one. Will they kill Facebook though? You know, some people would have said Facebook won't kill MySpace, so I, I, I won't say it won't happen, but uh, uh, I, I don't see that happening soon. You know, the, the, it's funny you mention it. It's I think it's, it's – most of us can agree MySpace killed MySpace. Yeah. Like, MySpace killed itself just by, you know, allowing users to create a crappy experience by tricking out their own pages six way to Sunday. Yeah. Um, similarly, if anyone's going to be killing Google – it may well be, it may well be um, Google itself. You know. Um, oh, I agree. They're they're they're, they're going to be their own worst enemy coming in into the next few years. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry to have a quick pause there. It's funny. Uh, Christine Sassinger, who was a guest on the the show just ahead of ours, SCW Weekly, just sent me a. Uh, a quick text via Facebook, I might add. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, Eric, Google's Eric Schmidt says, Plus is an identity service, not a social network. And um, I want to take a few minutes to reread this article. I remember, I remember reading this. I do not remember reading this. This comes from 2011. You know what? I'm going to take a few minutes to read this article. And when we come back, I'm going to mention a little bit from this Forbes article from 2011. And, uh, you know, we'll see where the conversation goes from there. But in the meantime, 
we got to take a break here on Webcology and Webmaster Radio.fm. So on behalf of Dave Davis from Beatstock SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Again, you're listening to Webcology and Webmaster Radio.fm. Stick around. We're coming back with words from 2011. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Building better rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your cloud clean reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLab.com. Some of the best in online advertising. The Web Marketing Association presents the 11th Annual Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2013. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online and advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 11th Annual IAC Awards. Go to icaward.org now. you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would with climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings give you peace of mind topseos.com the independent authority on search vendors Chase, the final frontier these are the voyages of your new business enterprise it's ongoing mission to explore strange new domains to seek out new sites and new monetizations to boldly where no one has gone for. Webmasterradio.fm. So logical. You'll go out oak in mind. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Deeds. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's quarter to the hour here on the East Coast and quarter to the hour there on the West Coast. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beatstock SEO. And you know, Dave, if Google was listening to the show, I'm going to start seeing Star Trek ads now. <laughs> and I don't care about Star Trek. I mean, I don't, I, I'm a Battlestar Galactica kind of guy myself. I just don't care anymore. Okay, I'm ducking and covering. There's bound to be somebody just in the other room who wants to hit me now. Um, 
Okay, were we talking about warp drives or were we talking about identity engines? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Christine, who um, I know is listening, so this is kind of embarrassing, but I got to tell you, I have an intellectual crush on Christine. She is a brilliant person. Um, wow. Anyway, Christine sends us sends us this article um, from dated August twenty ninth, two thousand eleven. It was from a Google Plus of the Edmonton International TV Festival, where Eric Schmidt, um, CEO of Google, was speaking. And back then, Google was saying straight up, "We are an ident- This is Google Plus is going to be identity engine." Um. Schmidt replied by saying that G Plus was built primarily as an identity service. So fundamentally, it depended on it, people using their real names if they're going to build future products that'll leverage that information. Now, Google started wanting to use real names because how does there's talk about, and there has been for years, but there's a lot of chatter. Primarily now, but I, I guess a couple of years ago, about dealing with the trolls, the um, misdirectors, the bullies, the bullshitters in cyberspace. And Real ID is one of the ways um, to, to deal with it. To, again, to quote Eric Schmidt, we would, it would be better to know if you were a real person rather than a dog or a fake person, some people are just evil and we should be able to ID them and rank them downwards. You know? That kind of scares me. <laughs> hmm That kind of scares me. Well, then you just hit, I mean, we, we saw negative SEO come up on links, right? So, where does does personal um you know opinion start to come in and and start to cause them some some potential problems right I um see that being a problem for instance i could become the real mitt romney on twitter uh, assuming somebody else hasn't done that and you know you know the kind of fun i'd have with that <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the reason i don't do stuff like that is it's not cool because i'm not mitt romney you know I th- no, I I, 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 I I tend to think I'm a reasonably responsible person, especially when it comes to other people's reputations. But not many people are. We remember during Hurricane Sandy, there was actually a Republican operative who was misdirecting people for whatever reason. I have no idea why he thought this would be a good idea, but he thought it would be a good idea to put out false reports via Twitter. That's absurd. Does that call for IDing every user and basically issuing a driver's license for the internet, which is what a real identity system is of a sort? Well, it is, and I mean, what uh, what I hit some concerns about in the uh, aspect of things where I can vote up or down, like on on a human being. Um, well, you know, yes, you and I, we call it, like, I'm sure all of our listeners, I can see that if I was the grand dictator of, of all things and, and knowing that I would try to make, you know, I understand freedom of speech, I understand these things, and so, you know, I'm just going to judge you based on are you a scam artist or are you not and are you, you know, just doing the, you know, creating this identity to, to screw people out of money or, or information. Okay, but that's not how the world works. 
Um, and you've got, uh, you know, heck, a, a video I was watching, actually, interestingly, sent to me by Christine, but on, on just a more like, hey, here's something. What a woman. Watch. Wow. Uh, it was a, a video of the um, debate between Piers Morgan and Alex Jones on, on gun control. <laughs> Not going to get into that debate. Dude. But. Now, I, I look, and, and not to even take a side, look at Alex Jones and the way he was in this debate and go, you're just, pardon my French, you're an ass. So, would I go and vote him down? No, it's not my right here to say yes or no. It's not my right to vote you up or down as, as your likelihood to screw people out of money or this or that. I may not like the way you present your arguments um, and you actually did a disservice to your cause, but you know, I, but I can see that people that are, okay, vote this guy, didn't, you know, he's an ass and, and vote him down, well, that's not, that's not right, but you know it's going to happen, it's human instinct, I don't like you, so vote you down, right, well, you, you hit uh, you know, Congress is sitting, I think, at 9% or something approval rating right now, what, are all these congressmen going to get voted down, you know, in their, in their identities? Well, no, that's not this isn't what it's built for so you can't do that um, but I can see that there would be negative SEO sides but on the social identity side if they don't really lock things down properly oh absolutely I mean you could you could f- for fun go to town on somebody else's profile or do something like, like I do with conservatives on Facebook you know just argue the hell out of them and that may be weighed against well, again, if, 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 if you're on my profile, okay, you're on my Google Plus profile, and you're arguing something, you're arguing as you. Mm-hmm. Um, and Google has any number of ways of verifying that this is, in fact, you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, in a uh, recent interview in TechCrunch, Ray Kurzweil... Um, who is uh, Google's a new hire at Google? Um, trying to get his exact. He's the director of one of the new directors of engineering. Um, he says the things you read, what you write in your emails or blog posts, and so on, even your conversations, what you hear and what you say, perhaps more than any company, Google has access to this stuff. Mm-hmm. It knows you. <laughs> Big Brother is watching. Okay, now before we leave, before we have about three minutes left, we've talked a lot about Google Plus, and we're talking about implications of privacy and all that sort of stuff. But I want to note of all the companies that I've been watching in my—I um, don't know—I have no idea how long my career in tech has been, it's approaching twenty years now. Of all the companies I've watched, I—I'm—I'm. I'm, I'm, and please call me if I'm wrong, listeners. Please call me if I'm wrong. Google's been the most responsible with personal information. What do you? I mean, I, I don't think I'm wrong about that. What do, you, what do you say, Dave? You know, I it's it's hard because <laughs> to, to answer that. But at the same time, um, you know, credit where it's due. You know, we rag on Google a lot. We talk a lot about here's the possible implications of this. Here's the possible problems that they're going to hit. You know, here's the risks you as a user are, are 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 sort of taking on by giving them all this data and that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, as much as inherently I may be frightened by the amount of information they're collecting and i say frightened 
I still have a Gmail account. I still use an Android phone. I still have Chrome installed, right? So that tells you the, the level of attention I'm actually paying to, to this. Uh, even, you know, I guess maybe a practice what you preach might be a decent idea, but somebody's collecting this data. But you're right. Um, at the end of the day, they have done... A, a fairly solid job of protecting their users' information. Couple breaches, but that's going to happen as soon as you put stuff in the cloud. Happens to Sony, happens to Microsoft. But um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I think you're uh, you're spot on. And credit where it's due, they've done a fairly good job um, of protecting people's private information. You know, that's that's not to say write them a blank a blank trust check at all. Like, don't don't ever write any major corporation a blank trust check when it comes to your personal information. But I don't want to be fear mongers either. Correct. Correct. Um, you know, and you're right. you got to stay vigilant. Just because they've done okay so far, keep watching. Watch when they change their privacy policies. Watch when they... And that's our job, and we do. Uh, because just because they've done okay now, you know, they're a far cry from their don't be evil of, you know, a decade ago. So, you know, keep watching and, and we'll see what happens. And this is what happens as we all grew up. I mean, the activist kid I was in my 20s would kick me in the nads today for some of the, some of the choices I make. But I'm an adult now, and there's reasons I have to make these choices. I don't necessarily even like the choices I got to make sometimes, but I'm an adult now. This stuff happens. Same with Google, you know. I give it a benefit of a grace. I give it, I give it some grace there. I really mm. do. I okay, agree. We, we are less than sixty seconds away from our close. Um, I'm, I, I'm gonna my, my my last point, and the one I made originally is I think it's important to get in there now. Would you Would you agree? I would totally agree. Action item, get it done. Auction item here on Webcology. Get in there <laughs> now. Remember that, especially if you're in the dojo. <laughs> I love those guys. Even more, I love to bug them. Um, okay. Listeners, we promise we will remember that next Thursday is, in fact, next Thursday. Um, <laughs> and we'll actually research a show beforehand, and I promise we really will. On behalf of Dave, Dave, and Beanstalk, SEO, and Dave, this was a fun conversation. I actually I like these shows where we don't know sure what we're about. <laughs> um, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk, SEO, and Victoria, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media in Toronto. You've been listening to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. Stick around, friends. There's amazing stuff coming up on the network. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.